good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever or wherever you're listening to this. I am Marley Silverbrand, and uh, today I'm joined by another member from the Film Talk TikTok community, Trey. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, no problem. Like, I remember I discovered your TikTok about a week ago. I think it's been more than more than that, but I really love, like, all your content. I love your enthusiasm and just, I know you feel the same way too, but I absolutely love, like, the film TikTok community. Like, it's it's such a, like, a, a lovely community and you're you're so nice. Everyone is so nice. What kind of brought you to, like, TikTok? Oh my goodness. Yeah. So I absolutely love the TikTok community that I've been able to kind of be a part of. Like we're all super good friends, even though we did meet online and some of us have met in person, but um, yeah, they're absolutely amazing. So this is actually not my first TikTok account. Um, I've had three other ones and this is kind of like the only one that like really stuck for me because, um, you know, my other ones were about like funny stuff and like hair and I was like you know what Trey you're literally in like the film industry like why don't you do more TikToks about that so yeah that's kind of what my TikTok Mm -hmm. platform is about now yeah like I remember I was talking to Tyler like another member of like the community and we were we were basically like saying that we were so close to just deleting our TikToks just because or just all social media in general so I'm really glad that I didn't just because I wouldn't be talking to you right now and I wouldn't like have met like all the wonderful people in that community because everyone's so nice what probably one of the bigger things that you that you talk about like on your tiktok is that you're you have a very profound love for a24 the film studio do you like do you want to elaborate on that <laughs> oh my goodness yes not like it's a I bad thing a but, but... <laughs> yeah i mean some people definitely are like yo trey this obsession maybe we need to tone it down a little bit Um, But I do, I really do like what A24 has done for the film industry. It's kind of crazy, everything that they have done successfully as well, because a lot of times like indie filmmakers don't really have the opportunity to share the type of stories that A24 does share. And I love that. And hopefully one day I'll be able to work for them. So yeah. Yeah, like they're definitely like, it's not like the worst studio to follow. Like, I I can't really think of like the last like, so so movie that they've made like i guess if you're not really into spring breakers like spring break yeah like i i think i was that was just a little wild like too wild for yeah. me like i love harmony uh is it is that what his name is um, um i'm terrible with pronunciations so i'm so sorry oh no yeah me too so <laughs> yeah. I, i'm terrible with pronunciations but i host a podcast but uh that, that, <laughs> for some reason that worked out but yeah <laughs> but there's there's lots of other obsessions out there that you could have, and I feel like A24 is the, is like the nicer one. Like you could be yeah. like me and have like an obsession with Fast and Furious, and yeah. did like an entire series on this podcast talking about all those movies. But and I know that they're bad, but I don't know. Just yeah, what's your what's your favorite A24 movie? Like that is a great question. I don't know if I have a favorite, like an all time favorite. Um, I like Moonlight very much because of the color. And I think that really got me interested in more of like filmmaking in terms of like color. For the longest time, I didn't even like 
consider like oh my gosh we can do so much with color that can further the story and then i saw moonlight and i was like oh my goodness wow this is crazy a whole new world so i like that one i really this is kind of controversial midsummer is absolutely a trip so yeah i don't know i don't know have you seen midsummer I, I've seen Midsummer. Uh, maybe you can enlighten me a little bit. Like, I think it was one of those movies that I just didn't get. Like, I understand like the like the beauty of it, but I feel like Ari Aster, like he's made better movies. Like, I yeah. I'm a big fan of Hereditary. I think that's one. That's I think that's his. That that's like my favorite of his. But I I understand like the love for Midsummer. It's just it's just not for me. But I totally agree with you about Moonlight. Uh, like Moonlight's like cinematography and just like the lighting and like the colors are just absolutely jaw dropping. Like I, I freaking love yeah. Barry Jenkins. Like, yeah. did you see his newest one? Was that A24 or? His newest one? Which uh, one are you spe- speaking of specifically? <sighs> I, I can't. I, it was the, I think it came out like a couple of years ago. It was about like that. Oh, shoot. I'm I'm draw I'm drawing a blank on that, but I totally agree with you. Like, Moonlight has like really good lighting and just like the colors are, like everything pops. But yeah, the one thing that I kind of wish Moonlight didn't have against going for it was yeah. that it won Best Picture, but on a fluke. Mm, yeah, it, it, I feel yeah. like it, that's yeah. forever. It's kind of crazy. Hangover. Yeah, no, it's so sad. It's really, really so sad what happened in the Oscars. <laughs> Yeah, the Academy mm-hmm. Academy Awards are fun. So yeah, yeah, I, I do think that, that was awesome of La La Land to just like say like, "Hey, you guys got it wrong." Like Moonlight yeah. actually won. I thought that that yeah. one guy just kind of step out was actually um, really good. But but yeah, we could talk about A twenty four like all day because I love them too. But like like my next question is like what was like kind of like that first movie that kind of sparked your interest to like hey i want to make movies and like produce and act and just be like a creative and like in our industry yeah totally um so the very very first movie that i was like oh my gosh movies are so interesting and kind of like sparked um like a desire to learn more about them which i know this might sound weird but what is this movie? Uh, Maleficent 2. I don't know if you've seen Maleficent, but I love supernatural creatures and um, mm-hmm. storybook creatures as well. Um, so I don't know if you've seen Once Upon a Time. Love that series. So much fun. And it just sparked this interest like, oh my goodness, what if I was able to actually like recreate something like this? Um, have a movie with this much color, fun, um, cool creatures and characters. Um, so that was like the very, very first movie that kind of like sparked that interest. I think some movies that kept it going. Uh, have you seen The Last Black Man um, in San Francisco? Also another A24 film. Another A24. Yeah, I've seen it. I, I absolutely love that. Love that movie. Yes. I think it's like absolutely beautiful. Like being from California and going to the like san francisco like quite a bit like i see like the like the changes like every single day and yeah. seeing that just painted from like the perspective of like a person of color yeah and just yeah. done it so respectfully like it yeah uh, i loved it so much yeah the cinematography is something i only wish only wish to be able to do so yeah 
Well, when you when you say you you wish you could be able to do that, that sounds kind of negative. It's almost like, like I believe in you, Trey. You can you can create something like the last black man in San Francisco. So. Oh my goodness, I that is definitely a goal. I don't know. I feel like I have so much more to learn. So, which is also something that I love about film TikTok, low key off topic, but um, I've learned so much about the industry through people's lives, through just connecting with them and sharing their experience. Because a lot of the stuff that I do is more indie work, even though I have worked on some studio sets. I've just, you know, done a lot of more indie work, which is totally cool. Love it. Just, you know, coming from a perspective of people who do, you know, studio work, um, who have worked on like Netflix, HBO, all this type of stuff. It's really inspiring to see like, oh my gosh, other young people in film are doing exactly what I also want to be doing. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of like, because like I was really creative, like when I went to like film school and like and took film classes and stuff like that, because I'm like around the people that that I like I absolutely love and like adore and like they're into the same things that I am. And then once I graduated, I was kind of like I kind of moved more into the commercial and kind of like make videos for like businesses. And I was just kind of like completely bored of it but like discovering film tiktok it kind of reignited like that creative side of me and like kind of kind of bringing you back to college in a way where it's like it's like like you said you're meeting people that are like that have the same interests as you i think that's i think that's what's great about tiktok and what's great about film talk yeah yeah i could not agree more um the community and film tiktok absolutely love them so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but uh, i don't want to I know you probably signed a bunch of NDAs. I won't say who <laughs> you actually worked for and stuff like that. I don't want to get you in trouble yeah. on here, but but like, what's kind of like your favorite thing? Because I've worked on like some sets, but mainly some like very independent. Like, what's kind of like the pros and cons of like working like on a independent set versus like a big like? Not saying you worked on a like a Marvel shoot, but like, yeah. What do you like about like both and what you don't like about like working on those kind of sets? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I really do like the community one has the opportunity to build on smaller independent sets. So if it's like under 50 people, you get to know everybody, you get to talk to everybody and you get to see their backstory um, and you really get to network with people in like a real way, like a real friendship type of way. Um, so I love that about indie sets. And then you can also give opinions. I wouldn't say this is like definitely go talk to the go straight to the director and be like, hey, can we change some things? Um, no, definitely don't do that. But like if someone does ask you, oh, what's your opinion on this? It's more likely that your voice will be heard on an indie set than rather a big studio set. I do also love big studio sets because they do have a little bit extra money for, you know, food. <laughs> That's a big one. Yeah. Food on studio sets are very, very, very nice. And they do treat you very nicely, which is great. And yeah, you also get to see um, some really cool equipment on a big studio set. Yeah, like that equipment costs good, good couple G's. So something right. not really all indie sets have the opportunity to do. So, yeah. Yeah. Like probably one of my favorite set movies I've ever worked on. It was this film called The Other Kids. We basically like took like 11 kids from like high school and kind of explored like that last 
that last like that your last year like in high school and just kind of like the, all the emotions and feelings you're going through so we took yeah. like these kids from that high school and just had them like act like uh, their normal selves and yeah. basically we kind of every month we would just come back and we would just film like a scene and stuff like that and get together with them so it was almost kind of like summer camp and that was probably that's like fun. some of my that was like my favorite like set to like work on i haven't worked on very many but it's just because you start we started growing like on these like kids and saw them like grow into like from teenagers to being adults uh that they'll uh be for the rest of their lives and uh it was i don't know it was just it was almost kind of like i was like their father or something like that and they're kind of <laughs> i don't know it was yeah it was such that that's kind of creepy but i don't know it was it, it I think summer camp is probably like a best uh, best way to describe it just because we just like every month we would just shoot more and just kind of and uh it would we we basically let them like write the movie at that's because they knew what being a kid was like yeah. so it's like yeah uh, I don't know like it was almost yeah, like it, a documentary yeah of... yeah the director of that film Chris Brown not that Chris Brown but someone else but the other uh, <laughs> like, the nicer wow, one gotta work with Chris but... Brown. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, he uh he called it a fiction fictionary because it was like it was fiction it was like like it was still had these real kids but it wasn't totally about their lives so it's like yeah i don't know because i remember like one scene that we we were shooting this scene they're like sitting on this football field and they're like kind of shooting the shit like some like seniors in high school do and we had like this bottle of alcohol like sitting in like like wrapped up in a paper bag and they're like drinking from it and and uh the kids were the kids like looked at us they basically said cut and said like hey like you we don't have to hide anything we could just drink we don't <laughs> we could just take the paper bag out and we we're like okay so we so that was like a way oh, wow. we kind of had them write the whole movie that like we had the kids write the movie I, I don't know it was it was really fun but interesting do you have any like uh experiences like that or like cool little moments that you had like on set that uh, you can share cool. so. yeah <laughs> um yeah ndas oh goodness um cool little mm-hmm. stories on set um i don't know i feel like there was a few fun little stories not nothing as like you know people get to write their own film that they get to work on um even though that would be so much fun but yeah i don't know i worked on this one set and you know normally if you looked at it like on paper and you're like bro you had to wake up super early you know gotta stay up super late why are you even doing this um i'm not gonna lie it was probably one of the most fun sets ever because the location was so cool we were in like the mountains and like a little cabin it was a little thriller film and um one night it was super dark uh, me and some other production assistants um, were sitting out on the lawn and just looking up at the stars and having a good old time and talking about like our future. And it was a really awesome moment because these same people are still in my lives today. Like I'm still texting them, you know, and be like, hey, do you want to work on this project? So I think some of those cool little moments and just like, oh, wow, I hope it, I, memorize, I remember this for a long time. Yeah uh that that's that's absolutely beautiful like uh i love just moments like that and that's why like uh, one of these days like i'll get like on like one of those bigger movie sets and like 
to be honest, like I like I don't have like my degree in film. Like I just went to community college and took film classes there and kind of, and just learned from people like you and just people whoever I come in contact with. Like if I work on a big movie set, I don't really care. I just want to get someone's coffee. It's like it like that's that's kind of that's kind of how like how I want to move up and stuff like that cuz it's like I've always believed that's like if you put enough like positive energy out in the world and just believe that you can do it. Like I said, it's like when you said that uh the last black man in San Francisco, you said you wish you had the like capacity to to make something as as beautiful as that, but like yeah. you just like that's why I said like Trey, you can do this. So you got to put that positive <laughs> energy out in the world. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, honestly, I'm not going to lie. As much as I love, you know, either being in a director's chair or a producer's chair, there is something so awesome about just like giving people coffee, like you said, making sure everybody is fed and making sure everybody who is working so hard on this project gets their needs, you know, met before mine. Like, I really do enjoy those moments and I get to talk to people too. So I think just, you know, making sure everybody's cool, everybody's good, and yeah. See, I, the the way I always kind of spin this, too, about getting someone coffee, like on a, like, like if I was getting Edgar Wright coffee on, like, a big, a big oh movie set, or I would be like, you know what, I'm making his day right now. It's my responsibility to get this guy coffee. And if he doesn't get it, then I feel like the movie could suffer just because he's not in the right mindset. He doesn't have the right energy flowing through. Like he, that like those dailies could look like those dailies could look like crap, like the next yeah. day. So it's like, I don't know if you do this. When I go to the movie theater, I always have to sit through like the credits and just like, yeah. cause I know everyone has like an important role on, on yeah. and, like in every, in every aspect. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I think I do need to start doing that more. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I haven't been to a lot of movies um, like the theaters because of like COVID and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I do love to look at some of the cast and crew um, either beforehand, afterhand. Also, I think it's this is kind of like a networking thing. But someone told me like these people have like social media and you can totally hit them up. And I don't know. I've kind of I've kind of been scared to do some like the bigger ones. Um, but for like other people who are, you know, cinematographers and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I would love to see their reel. Like they normally have a website where you can see it and contact them if you need to, if need be. And yeah, I literally love watching other people like absolutely succeed. Mm hmm. And I, I'm glad that you brought that up, like about the networking thing too, is that I feel like I've gotten so much better, especially with doing this podcast is like, I was very like, like in high school and even college to to an extent, I was very like kind of kept to myself and very much an introvert. And, and uh, like ever since I started this podcast and getting more into like film, I feel the need to just kind of reach out to people because like, what's the worst they can say? No. And Literally. like, if they say no, it's be like, okay, I could, I can just move on and stuff like that. Like, obviously, but I don't know. It's just like, I know this is kind of weird, but it's just like, you just got to uh, get used to rejection. Like yeah. it's uh, I, something that we all live through like our entire lives and just work through, but it's a little bit easier, like on a, 
uh, romantic side that as compared to like a business side, but yeah, uh, yeah, you just got to get used to like rejection and stuff like that. And no isn't like no is probably like the nicest and most like straightforward thing that they could possibly say. Exactly, exactly. Um, I know because I'm also an actor. I've definitely heard lots and lots of no's, mm-hmm. uh, which is just something you got to get used to. But I don't know. I feel like every opportunity, even if there is a no, there is always an opportunity to make a friend or to, you know, literally what you said, make someone's day. So never mm-hmm. being like rude when someone tells you no. Because um, I know some people are like, oh my gosh, why didn't you do that? I'm like, no, like they're just doing their job. Like it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. There's another opportunity. So yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what it's all to, to not to go back to like TikTok, like kind of like transition badly into that, but, but, uh, that's what I like about that. The film talk community is just that everyone is just so nice. Like if I make like a video, people comment and they're just like, I, you hardly ever see like the, the YouTube comments or like the Instagram yeah. comments on like TikTok, just because everyone's so supportive and so nice and really just any community like on like on tiktok i haven't really encountered like the 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 occasional troll like on tiktok they seem to be kind of buried to the bottom of like the feed but uh, like i I don't know have you experienced that at all actually yes we've had (laughs) we actually had a really bad troll yesterday uh which kind of got us in a loop um, it wasn't like inside a film talk. It was just someone saying very negative and racist things to someone on film talk. And so like there's definitely trolls out there, but I do, I would agree. Film talk is very, very kind, very um, considerate. I feel like we all understand like, hey, this business is already hard enough. Like why make it even harder for anybody else? So if we can, mm-hmm. you know, make someone smile, encourage them, then let's do so. And I feel like, you know, Film Talk has done a great job with that. Yeah. To kind of go back a little bit to like, kind of your like your career, but like what kind of, like if you were to pick like one thing, like I know you said you would get someone's coffee and stuff like that, but like besides that, like, like what do you enjoy more? Like editing, writing, acting, you're also a model and stuff. Well, that's (laughs) an actor too, but you know what I mean? But yeah. What like what do you enjoy more? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, honestly, I've heard I, a lot of people have asked me that. And I'm like, oh, that's a really hard question. Um, probably, I really do enjoy producing. I really do like being that person who can say, "Hey, here is the funds to make it happen. Here are some people who fully believe in your idea." let's go make that dream a reality. I really do like that part of the movie making process. It's it's also so difficult because I love um, really almost every aspect of the filmmaking process. I love cinematography, really love cinematography. That's really how I got my start. Mm-hmm. I love um, directing, I love acting, all that stuff. But yeah, if someone said, you can only pick one thing, I'm like, hey, let's produce, so yeah. So producing, well, Trey, the producer, that that actually makes sense because yeah, <laughs> because you're TikTok yeah. at Trey, the producer. Follow him on TikTok and, and uh, basically everywhere, I assume. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think for me, like, like I really enjoy editing, like out of yeah. out of 
like out of it all because I like I remember this old the short film that I worked on with my friends like in, in, in college. It's really, really bad. It's on Vimeo if anyone oh my goodness. I'm not gonna mention it. <laughs> I'm not gonna mention it, but you can go f- search it out. It's really bad. Uh uh-huh. but we I remember we shot so much footage of that. Like when we were all done, we basically like put it all on our computer and we're just like, what do we have here? It's <laughs> this is such a mess. Yeah. And we were able to turn it into something somewhat like like a logical and literate and stuff like that. And that's what yeah. I love about it so much because it's like it's like doing a jigsaw puzzle where you're just mm. trying to make all these clips make sense into a cohesive story. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I really love writing, too, but yeah. I'm not a very good writer. And I feel like editing can kind of like, like, I'm creating the story there, but I don't have to be good with like words and like, and, and language, like, basically just moving clips together and telling a story visually. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I'm also not the best writer. I have written stuff. Um, but usually I go with like other people who've already had scripts done. Like, hey, mm-hmm. we can turn that into a film. Let's do it. So, oh yeah, right, yeah. Hearing you talk, I just, I honestly think that we're going to be like working on like a project here very soon, just because I of know course. plenty of people with like with scripts. And then, like, I'm sure if I just message you like on TikTok or like email you and say like, hey, I got this, and you're like, yeah, let's do it. I love yeah. you. I love your enthusiasm so much. It's it's lovely. So. Yeah, I love telling really, really compelling stories. And especially if it has like a good team behind them and also tells a really, really solid story, like with a good theme, good characters. Like I am totally down to make that film. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like kind of like the Green Knight, not to go back to A24. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my goodness. The way I could, oh, this is such a, so beautiful. I literally almost bought um, a Green Knight poster literally today because i was like oh my walls needs some a24 so why not put the green knight poster on it yeah so so you really liked it right obviously well of course yeah (laughs) it's a24 it's a24 uh, yeah yeah i i really appreciated it like i i talked about this film with tyler a little bit like on an earlier episode and um and i think i appreciated most about the green knight is that i don't know i i like that it was like kind of like a modern king arthur like it was really out there with ideas so like i remember i went live after watching the green knight and someone was in the chat and they're asking they're asking like hey uh if i like king arthur should i go see this and i'm like well (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah uh so i I can't really recommend it if like you've seen king arthur because it's like yeah it's that type of story but it's it's just so different yeah 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 like do you would you agree i would agree um i also like the green knight mainly because so i started not to like totally go off topic but i actually started in musical theater (laughs) and um a lot of stage theater so a lot of the stuff that i did was like shakespeare and stuff like that, um, Macbeth, stuff like that. So um, this like old English castles, knighting, like this is this is the stuff. Like this takes it back to the roots. So oh my gosh, love it. Yeah, uh, and 
just I love Dev Patel too. Like he's uh, he's basically my yes. husband at that point. Yes. No, very, no, very no, much. no. <laughs> da- Daddy Patel. No one's kidding. Yes. Please, uh, please, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah. What was that? Yeah, I actually made a few TikTok videos talking about it. <laughs> I think I've seen those. I think yeah. I've seen those. <laughs> like, I, I think the thing that with that movie, like spoilers for the Green Knight, that I, I talked about this with Tyler, but I think it's super weird that we both seen him like ejaculate like on screen into a rag, and I'm yep. like, I'm like, I think this is great that a major <laughs> studio produce this and distribute yeah. it to like worldwide and people are watching yeah. this i they think that's great said, let's I, I have this idea i have this idea <laughs> what if what if we did this and they really said let's let's make this let's put this in the films let's put this on big screen so yeah <laughs> yeah it was uh i don't know i, I love that so much but <laughs> yeah but um but yeah um i don't know it's like i'm just so inspired like recently about like creating and stuff like that like like film tiktok has like made me want to like go get back into like my creative side and like improve my writing and stuff like that and like because i was totally into that like in college and then i just kind of like faded out of that and i was just like yeah so but so so thank you for like introducing me to like all these people and you and like i'm having this conversation with you it's like it's it's so great. I, I love this is why I love film because it's so yeah. collaborative. Yes, yes, I really do love that part where you get to work with people who you probably would have never met any other way without you know saying like, "Hey, let's make a movie," and mm-hmm. get you know literally you can get as so many people together to make a really good film. So I really do like that aspect. Yeah, we haven't met in person, obviously, Trey, but like. I think what I appreciate most like about like the pandemic and just quarantine in general, I've said this multiple times is that I feel like I've met more friends like through TikTok and through discord and through Reddit yeah. and just like through like all these communities. It's like, I'm almost kind of gl- like, it sucks that there's a deadly virus going around and, and uh, like causing like all this pain and suffering. But I've kind of liked that I was able to like meet like all these really wonderful people like like this this uh like we're recording this on like August 21st and two days like I'm going out to New York to meet one of these podcast hosts that I've met like during the pandemic and we just started talking and like uh we just collabed a whole bunch of times and I just love that the pandemic was able to kind of break down those walls in a way. Yeah. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy how much I know some people say this is like so weird, but even with the pandemic, it's kind of crazy how movies have like found this way to like still keep on going um, with obviously being safe and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really love the amount of people that I met online, just like you said. Um, and hopefully I'll be able to meet them when the pandemic is over and you know, we can right. go back to... We- know a little bit more in-person stuff so yeah do like we should do like a meetup like a film talk meetup and just yeah. like meet like halfway and just kind of just vibe and like make movies <laughs> like yeah just make a short film real quick yeah yeah exactly like i i just think that 
like I remember someone in that community had like an idea. I think it was it was all, all things movies. I think that's his name. He 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 basically said that like he brought up the idea of like all of us from film talk like write like a page. Like it's kind of like we just take turns, like have like a Google Doc open and we just write a story. Interesting. And, and uh like we just uh what was that? It was kind of like I remember doing something like that, like in high school, yeah. like uh, like or like passing notes where you're just kind of passing notes like in class and like filling out like the 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 story. And by the end of the day, you'll have like a whole like a whole story. Like, have you ever done that before? Or? I have never done that. Um, but that sounds absolutely so fun. I mm-hmm. know in like I did take this one theater class. And um, it's kind of like a thing on like improv where you have to like continue the story, but you just have to like say it and like your character just to continue mm-hmm. on. But like actually writing it down and like making a compelling story. I think that's a really awesome idea. Yeah, totally. I would be so down. Yeah, like I think I think that would be so much fun. Like we we'll just all get in a Google Doc and we'll just like we just write a page like each day. Like and we'll have we'll schedule each other out and stuff like that. But. But yeah, this is a little BTS, but <laughs> behind the scenes. <laughs> behind the scenes, but, yeah. yeah. But uh, like, I totally like that idea. I think that'd be great. And um, I don't know. You say just like you, um, you had a your background's like in theater, right? Like, like, what kind of made you want to like? I'm not saying that you left the theater like side. Like, what do you like more about like the the theater and um, movie side? And what do you like dislike about each? Yeah, um, that's a great question. So I actually started theater more when I was like around 13. I think I did that more because it was like something that my school had. And my friends like, oh, my gosh, you should join, you know, theater with me. We can do the musical. I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. And then I did it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so much fun. So I kind of stayed in theater literally all the way up until the pandemic. Like I literally had Um, a couple shows that I was supposed to do and then the pandemic happened. So sad. Um, But yeah, I absolutely love theater. So much fun. I like singing and dancing and performing in general. So I think theater definitely has that, that place where you can do that where you can express yourself. So, and I really do think like theater helped me open up as a person because honestly, I'm pretty introverted. I didn't realize that until like someone told me like Trey, you're always by yourself. I'm like, oh, really? Okay, interesting. Um, so I feel like theater kind of like helps me be more open and stuff like that. But yeah, so I did a lot of theater in high school, but then I transitioned more to like film because there was this one contest, um, this one film festival that one of my teachers actually told me about, um, one of my photography teachers. Um, and she was like, yo, you should totally, you know, make a short film and submit it to this competition. I was like, oh, sure, that sounds fun. So I literally did it. Um, Sadly, I did not win, which is kind of my origin story. Anyways. Hacks. Literally. Oh, my gosh. I'll show them. Um, But, yeah. Name the organization. uh, Do you want to try it? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Just kidding. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah, so that's kind of how I got started in, like, the filmmaking and, like, cinematography cinematography type type field. But even though I didn't win, I still fell in love. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so, 
so 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 cool and then i did some more research about it i kept making you know more films you know trying to submit to other festivals um to see if i could win anything but yeah i fell in love and decided hey let's make a career out of this so that is what i'm doing now at film school oh yeah right what what film school you're going to or I go to JMU and they have a little film program here. It's not the biggest, not the most, you know, glamorous, but um, Mm -hmm. they have cameras and we're making stories. So it's a film school. Isn't that what's (laughs) most important? Like, I think we would all love to go to USC or UCLA, but I feel like I remember the, the first time I got into like video production is like I had like this. It wasn't even a film class in my high school. It was a communications technology class. That was yeah. li- literally the name. It was, yeah. it was like a stupid elective. And we just had a candy colored iMac, like in the back of like a science class. Ten out of ten. And, and uh, I, we had like a bunch of clay and I started making stop motion. Old iMovie. Remember like the, oh, I'm not goodness. sure. I might be too old. I might be showing my age, but. With the, but the old iMovie had like this glitch in the editing software where you could actually like make stop motion and like you can edit like clips together and it, it just made it uh, pretty straightforward to make a stop motion film when they changed and redeveloped like iMovie then they kind of took all that away but but yeah uh but that i just i love that first class because I, I just made so many weird dumb movies with stupid clay yeah so it doesn't matter like especially now it's like like the barrier to entry to make movies is like like you it's just like your phone like literally your phone so that's why when i people always ask me like oh marley how do you make a podcast or how do you do like tiktok it's like well the only thing that's stopping you is you exactly that's very cliche, but like, sorry. No, it's a hundred percent true. Like, if you have an idea, if you have a film idea, you have literally a thousand dollar, roughly. If you have like an iPhone, mm-hmm. um, iPhones are thousand dollar camera. Like, that's a really solid camera. Um, just like in comparison to the past ten years, um, like it's absolutely crazy. Like, I think the newest iPhone can shoot like 4k and they have like all the different apps where you can control like the aperture, the F stop, all that. And like, you can use this totally to your advantage and make some really cool films. Mm -hmm. Have you, have you seen Tangerine yet? I have not. So many people have said, Trey watch Tangerine. It's on my watch list. It's on my watch list. But yeah. Because that one uh, was filmed like on the iPhone seven, I think. Yeah. Or ten, or is it? Tw- no, not seven. But I'm showing my age a lot here. <laughs> but but uh, I think it was the iPhone like ten or eleven or something like that. And, yeah. The uh, iPhone. Yeah, but uh, and then I, one of my favorite like directors of all time, Steven Soderbergh. Like mm-hmm. he directed High Flying Bird, and he shot that like like on the iPhone twelve. And yeah. like he just had like different lenses that I, I just love that like people are able to just make anything like with doesn't matter the restrictions like the restrictions in, in fact make you more creative because it kind of puts exactly. you in a box so exactly one of my favorite graphic design like instructors in college like she always she she always gave us like these so these assignments where we only like we had to like make like a 
like a poster for like this business, but we only could use a circle mm. and like, and basically like cut up a circle and like, and uh, tell, tell a story like that way. And I remember like I was young and naive. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, this is stupid. I hate this. I hate this lesson. What are you trying to teach us? And then she was like, oh, I'm teaching you how to like work within your means. And I'm like, probably the best lesson I've ever. <laughs> yeah. So, Rural. Rural. Yeah. But yeah. Do, like, do you have like any favorite instructors or? Favorite instructors. Are you talking about like school instructors? Yeah. Well, or... no, it could be anyone that you can learn from, I guess. Like, because anyone can teach you anything. So. Yeah, totally, totally. I think the person that comes to mind is my one of my theater teachers. Um, her name is Tiffany Settles. If she is listening to this, oh my gosh. Hello, how are shout you doing? Out to, shout uh, out to Tiffany Settles. <laughs> yes, shout out to Tiffany. Um, but yeah, she really did help me so much kind of um, figure out just like my voice in terms of like um, what I want to say. Um, you know, and she exposed me to so many greats in um, on, you know, because she does have a, like a more musical theater background. She showed me so many greats in that area and um, kind of full circle moment. She actually exposed me to Cynthia Revo and some of her amazing performances on Broadway. And literally yesterday, I duetted a video of Cynthia and she actually responded back to me. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is so crazy. It's literally so, so, so crazy. So um, yeah, literally love her so much. So yeah. That's, that's awesome. Like I, I love that. Do you have a theater background and like, like you talk about like all the, like these Broadway like shows. Cause I do love, I do love theater and I love like just every aspect of it. I just like my theater department, like in, in high school was just, it was non-existent and like no one really wanted to teach the class. And I kind of, if I were to relive like, like those days, not that I want to, but, uh, cause it's high school, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I would like, I would start like the, like my own club and just kind of like, like just like put on my own plays and stuff like that even if i was the only one i'd be like a one-man band like hey. those those exist so exactly yeah yeah my theater department at my school wasn't the you know highest funded um more of the basketball team anyways anyways that's another story time um, <laughs> um no but... no like continue because I, we could go <laughs> we could go on this huge tangent on how oh, i yeah. i think it's so dumb that that the athletic department gets so much money and then like all yes. the arts just get pushed to the side yeah when it's art that really saves us through everything else it's like yeah. like when we're going through this whole pandemic basketball the nba was like shut down the thing that was still there was netflix movies exactly. youtube exactly. creators it's like yeah, yeah. well our industry trumps it all but but continue sorry for interrupting no you're totally totally good but yeah, our program didn't really have a lot of funding. Um, so I think this is actually my real origin story of how I like learned a lot like about directing um, and producing because I did have to find a lot of our own resources um, for anything that we did want to put on. And, you know, we did get to go to nationals um, and compete. 
but it was hard work. We had to do lots and lots of fundraisers, lots and lots of bake sales, and uh, but we did it, and we got a ton of awards, and literally some of the people who um, are in the fine arts um, are having amazing careers right now. Um, some person or one of the people who did go to one of the major competitions um, just like dropped an album and are featuring with some amazing people. Um, some other people are like performing in like New York and like traveling all over the world. Um, and it's kind of crazy how like once you start like believing in like these people who are so, so very talented, you will see them absolutely flourish. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that's that's just lovely. I love I love every single word about that and <laughs> I like I like my like I said my theater department was just wasn't like very well funded and like I said didn't exist, but I think when I fell in love with theater is like when my high school English teacher she we raised money for a bakes like we did bake sales to yep. raise money to like go to these plays. I went to the Ashland like organ Shakespeare festival. Oh my goodness. I like, I remember I spent like a whole week there just watching like Shakespearean plays. And I just, I absolutely fell, fell in love. Like I saw pirates of the Penzance there. Mm. I love that. I love that musical. The musical yeah. is like one of my favorites. Like, do you, like, do you have like a, like, like a favorite musical or like, Oh, favorite like play. Oh, that's so hard. Um, I think my go-to is probably Newsies. I have memorized the entire, <laughs> the entire play, the entire musical. Um, mm-hmm. But one of my all-time favorites is Phantom of the Opera. Um, mm-hmm. I love, I love classical music so much, so 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 much. So, I've never seen either of those. You said Newsies. Uh, Newsies, yes, Newsies is on Disney Plus. They have a film live-action type. And then um, Phantom of the Opera. I don't actually know where to watch that. Um, Is that on Criterion? It might be. I don't know. I have not watched it virtually in a long time. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll I'll definitely have to check those out. Like, my question to you now is like, I know you said you wanted to work for A24, like earlier in this in this episode. Are you going to shoot? I don't. I don't want to mess this up. Feel free to correct me because you're the A24 expert. But are you going to be the first producer, Trey producer, to to produce A24's first musical? Oh my goodness! Wait, hold up. Could hold have, up. They, have, <laughs> have, have they have have they made a musical? musical? I, I don't think they have. Not to my knowledge. The only thing that comes to mind is they did do the Amy Winehouse. That- oh, the documentary. Yeah, so I mean, there was like music involved with that. It was—I don't really know if it was that. Oh, I'm—I'm talking about like a legit musical, like yeah, full like, musical. Would would it be original for you, or would you adapt? Like, 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 what what would be that project that you would live a twenty four to just? Oh my goodness! Throw money at. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, I don't even know what I would do. I think that's a great question, and I think I have a new um, a new goal for myself is to make the first H twenty four musical. Um, right. Yeah, I will get back to you, and yeah. uh, maybe I think, I'll. 
I think, but that, don't you think that's weird? I, like, uh, like a studio like A twenty four is so diverse, unlike like the movies that they make. Like they basically, they like they love just creating good projects. So no, yeah. but you're telling me that no one has come up to him pitched like a musical. Yeah, like I think that I think that's kind of crazy. So uh, that's my challenge to you. I hope you're like yeah. Barney Stinson and say challenge accepted. Challenge <laughs> accepted. Oh my goodness! I will start writing tomorrow. I will email them the next day. We will be starting production next month. A twenty four. If you are listening, yes. Trey is interested. <laughs> he yes. is swiping right. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah oh but uh but yeah i don't but trey i know since i since now i, I kind of gave you like a like a duty like a job duty like like i gave you a challenge i don't want to hold up your time too much because i know you're very busy on creating being the next a24 star uh but but uh uh where can people find you on the internet um, yeah, so if you all want to follow me on Instagram, it is at the Trey Jordan. Um, if you want to check out my website, I have just some acting resources, filmmaking resources. Um, also, my portfolio is up there, um, but it's at TreyJordanMedia.com. And then if you want to follow me on TikTok, it is Trey the Producer. So, yeah. Definitely follow Trey everywhere there. He's super talented. And can I'll just this will be a hot take. I, I don't think it's a hot take, but many people might think this. But uh, the best hair on TikTok, hair talk. Oh anyone? my goodness! <laughs> oh, my. oh, thank you so much. Just, yeah. j- just saying. But, uh, but Trey, thank you so much for coming on and just chatting with me about movies and A twenty four. And because, yeah. I think that's all I had to say like, like to get you on the show. It's just like, hey, we're talking about A24. You're like, yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Sign on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Um, Lily, always able to talk about A24. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thank, thank you so much. Everyone, go follow Trey. He's a wonderful human being. And uh, I, I know you now, Trey. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But... Um, Trey and I are signing off. See ya. Bye.